Studio B is a workplace comedy that revolves around a recording studio, its staff, and its bizarre clientele. It's a little bit 30 Rock, a little bit Spinal Tap, and a whole lot of fun. Joining me in the studio is series director Billy Bungroth, musical director Julie B. Nichols, and executive producer Kristen Ellis. Thank you for coming in. Welcome to Vocalo. Let's start with the origin story of Studio B. Chicago's a town that is like just riddled with comedic talent. Billy, can you tell me how you've assembled this, this Volchon of comedy? <laughs> I really like that I, that, that image. Um, yeah, I worked for years with uh, with Julie at the Second City, and uh, also Julie and I play music. And you know, I toured for years with a band called J.C. Brooks in the Uptown Sound, and have just been doing a lot of a lot of music around town since then. And Studio B was the idea was to kind of combine both our loves and to do a comedy that was very, very heavily music-based. Mm-hmm. So through the years, through both touring and especially recording, we've have so many accumulated insane stories and scenarios and have worked with so many and continue to work with so many big personalities and wild people that we wanted to do something that, you know, kind of employed those stories. And, uh, yeah, and we drew a lot from our music community uh, from Chicago's uh, illustrious music community and comedy community. So we, in the web series, you have T.J. Jagodowski, who's, you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, one of the greatest improvisers of all time, and especially in the city. Uh, the Second City main stage cast, uh, you have uh, Danny Kyrie, you have uh, Greenweeds, lots of musicians and comedians all kind Dave of. Mata. Dave Mata. Dave oh, yeah. the DJ. I, I can't not. <laughs> see Dave Mata. Yeah. Like he yeah. sticks out in every scene. That Dave Mata's front and center. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so it was sort of like just drawing on our, our group of friends and yeah. collaborators. Tell me about writing the original music for this because it, it's, it takes place in a recording studio, but there's ways that you could have gotten around having a great original music. Why was it important to you, Julie, that these songs stand on their own as, as like actual really nice composition? Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, it's kind of a couple things I had written, Billy and I had written together and, you know, like a, a bunch of especially soul songs and some original compositions that had just been written and recorded and we wanted a place to put them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a passion for musical theater in general and I have a, and, and musical theater on film. And I wanted to see a genuinely funny show with genuinely good music yeah. and having worked in, in, comedic music for so long it was really cool to find a way to have the comedic music have a home and make sense but also be you know music that was treated seriously you know recorded well and you know it still sounds good so it can be to get to mix those both worlds was really exciting I'm Jill Hopkins. You're listening to Vocalo. Joining me from Studio B, Billy Bungroth, Julie Nichols, and Kristen Elise. Kristen, as as the producer here, uh, that uh, filming in a recording studio presents its own set of, of challenges, as opposed to filming in on a set that's made to look like a recording studio. Tell me about uh, about Studio B, the the place, and and what it, it's almost its own character. Tell me tell me about uh, you know deciding that this is where all of y'all wanted the action to take place. 
we worked with um, an awesome production company called Optimus. They're actually right down the street from you guys here on Grand Avenue downtown Chicago. So they, um, I mean, they have an amazing space and they actually had like this really old studio room that was kind of defunct. It wasn't being used. So we took it over and decorated it and um, changed it up to, to be Studio B. Yeah. And it kind of just felt like it just felt right after a while we said we, we really kind of just need to stay here and just you know just keep coming back yeah. and recording more tunes i mean we totally didn't want to uh we didn't really want to stop but it it felt right you know it just it needed to be in a space that 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 was realistic it needed to be in a space that made you see it and go i want to know more about this i want to i want to know more about this place and it just just so big shout out to optimus because i mean they yeah. they really helped us out a, a bunch with that that's awesome. I want to talk about this cast of characters uh, led by uh, TJ, as we mentioned. A, a lot of folks maybe uh, from Chicago who are familiar with the improv scene, of course, know how talented he is. He's a legend in the game. But a lot of folks nationally maybe just know him from his work on the Sonic commercials. Meanwhile, you smack a beard on that guy and it's like, whoa, Zaddy. <laughs> that's, man, I'm so glad you said it. Because it's like to get TJ to grow the beard and to wear the suit was like, he's like, are you sure you really want me to do this? Like, like it's, yeah. It's essential. Yeah. It is essential. <laughs> now, he's yeah. he's kind of the, the, the ringmaster of this like circus full of, of folks. And I've spent some time in some recording studios myself. And I think it takes a very special kind of person to decide that that's where and what they want to do with their lives. Talk to me about uh, this assemblage of characters and and you know, why a recording studio? Why not a bar? Why not a, a, a rock club? For me, just to answer the second question, like the recording studio is my favorite place to be ever. Yeah. Part of it was a little bit like selfishly motivated of like, what if we just built a playground yeah. for ourselves and we got to stay there, you know, and we got to spend time there. Cause if I, I, I speak for a lot of us on the team, I think the musicians, like if, if the job was just to show up and be in a studio all day, that'd be the dream job, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think some of this grew out of Julie and I wanted to be the house band at Stax. We wanted to be <laughs> You're the in MGs. the snake pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. We wanted to be the snake pit in Motown. We love the we love the Muscle Shoals rhythm section. Like that's that's something that doesn't really exist, but if that was a day job, that would be our ideal day job. So we have a couple of projects where we we can't necessarily do that, but we can pretend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the recording studio aspect a lot, had a lot to do with that. And also, I've had some of the most dramatic incidents in my career have been in the recording studio. The tensions are high. Yeah. There's a lot of money at stake. Mm. There is, there's a, a manager saying, well, guys, we have to get a hit. This is so important. It's a pressure cooker. And then also the personalities of engineers and producers, whether you're talking about these great eccentric producers like a Rick Rubin, who was definitely an influence, um, or much more down-to-earth people like uh, Steve Albini, who was a consultant on the show, oh, nice. who's whose jumpsuit is seen on Jeff Murdoch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They were just very, very inspirational. Yeah, and that, like, producers so often become therapists, you know? They really do. Yeah, and I think that, like, the TJ's character being, you know, a hit maker, as he says, and this kind of brilliant producer, but he just got back from rehab. So it's like he's got his own baggage that in future episodes you get to see unfold, you know, like, and how he interacts with the rest of the studio crew. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is great for me because one of my favorite movies, unintentionally comedic movies, is uh, Metallica's uh, Some Kind of Monster, (laughs) where, you know, the band has to hire a therapist just to get through being a band together. And I know that wasn't supposed to be funny, but I laugh every single time. (laughs) I think the editor cut that knowing how, I mean, Kirk Kirk Emmett is like a a silent third, like comedy, like genius in that movie. Um, Yeah, no, that movie blew me away. And I was like a Metallica fan before. And then I went and saw that and like halfway through it, I'm like, I might hate Metallica. And then at the end, I was like, I love Metallica. They're so weird. <laughs> is there are there any plans to to get a, you know a Metallica like band into Studio B? Yeah, so many comedians want to be rock stars, and so many rock stars fancy themselves as comedians. Yeah, you know I, I really see us using real um, musicians and working with them to to do things that are really funny and weird and a little bit out of their comfort zone. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. We're talking Studio B with Billy, Julie, and Kristen. I think it's really neat how uh, the series touches on just like, you know, some social issues sprinkled through. They talk about, uh, you know, YouTube stardom and what that can do to a person. There's, uh, you know, the what is it, the gender... I'm trying to get the wording exactly gender right. Blind, the uh, gender, blind yeah. gender, gender blind dance party. Gender blind dance shoot. It's yeah. just dancing. Yeah, it's just dancing. <laughs> uh, but I mean, but those are those are the kinds of of things that that are are real, and I think people really uh, relate to here. How how did you uh, manage to weave? a little bit of like serious drug abuse you know the guy's coming just from rehab and then goes ahead and gives everyone peyote how do you yeah. <laughs> weave that into a, a comedic series we just did a ton of peyote right? <laughs> I mean, that's really all you I think it's a testament to the writers yeah, I think Asia yeah. and uh, Asia Martin Asia Martin and Ryan Asher um, I think that generationally like those guys you know uh, uh, Tian Tran who actually wrote a lot of her bit her jokes yeah. that's the stuff that's really interesting and serious to their you know them and their generation and I think you know TJ and I were also writers and we all come from a different place but I think that that's very much uh, what that group of people is interested in it's just great to have different even in the cast as well the writing st- the writing team and the cast and the EP group and everybody it's just like a big you know diversity of people in age and gender and race and everything so sexuality is like it's just it was just getting all voices in and you know being able to everyone bring a little bit of what is important to them to the table I mean it's a highly diverse cast there's a little bit of everybody there Kristen is a a, producer here is that uh, an important choice for you to make and and I know the work that you do in real life so like how does in real life (laughs) you know what I mean mean. I'm not playing the shaker <laughs> Juilliard. It's really I, hard work. Yeah. <laughs> now, episode three ends with a literal closed door, but mm-hmm. leaves the door wide open for more episodes and leaves us wanting to know what happens next for everybody. Does the studio stay open? Does Max's album go platinum? When is Moon's mm-hmm. next dance recital? <laughs> Tell us about what we can expect uh, going forward in Studio B without giving away too much. 
Ooh, well, you know, we just want to make more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we've got a great partnership with Optimist to, you know, keep to keep going. And we've got I mean, we have had several musicians and um, and actors and, you know, many people from the community reach out and be like, oh, I know who I want to play. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, you know, we want to see if we, you know, take it around and see if anyone networks or people interested in it and, yeah. you know, just find ways to keep making more of them. Because we have ideas of where this goes for sure. And then putting the pieces in place to make that happen. Well, I want everybody to get the chance to see these three episodes before the series blows up and you have to pay for them on Netflix or HBO or there something. <laughs> StudioBseries.com is where you can go to catch all three series. And at StudioBseries on Twitter and Instagram, keep up with the episodes, keep up with the actors, keep up with the three of you. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you.